Welcome to Changes in Latitudes, a Transgender Experience. A 40-something genderqueer person shares their observations, life stories, and the adventures of their journey through transition and beyond. And now, here's your host, the creator of it all, Charlie Sabrina Miller. Hey, hello, hello. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard this crazy sleigh ride. But before we get going, let's listen to the band and wake us up a little bit. Let's groove. Let's dance. Let's sing. There's no lyrics. How can we sing? I don't know. Figure it out yourselves. Yeah. Welcome, welcome. Here we go. Another episode 60. Wow. I, I am taken back by that, folks. I, I really have to say that. I, I was prepping for this episode, and I went, holy shit, 60. Crap. That could be, and I'm, I'm amazed at it because it seems to be moving along so damn fast. That's what's blowing my mind is how fast we're seeming to move along with episodes. I mean, it just seems like, I don't know, like an hour ago, I was putting together 59. Yeah, It was, I don't know. It's just crazy, crazy how fast time flies. I mean, and not just in life, but on the show. I'm at episode 60. I mean, I can't believe I've been doing this for over a year now. I, I just, holy cow. That's all I have to say. All right, that band this week was, again, Phaedra D, but this time she's playing with the Canadian Bacon Band. Yeah, I like Canadian Bacon, too. <laughs> Although we call it ham here in America. Anyway, Canadian bacon is absolutely a lot better than ham, and I think most people know that. And uh, all, all my Canadian friends out there, let me know if I'm wrong on that. Because I've only been to Canada, uh, well, technically once. <laughs> and that was, <laughs> that was when I was uh, in uh, high school, freshman year of high school. And our drama, I don't even want to say department, our drama, our after school, uh, you know, drama activities group, <laughs> uh, went up to Quebec. I was living in Vermont at the time, and we went up to Quebec, and we saw uh, Reader's Theater is what it really ended up being, and it was a brand new show called Whatever Happened to Kabuki, and I, you know, I've never really looked in to see if that show went anywhere, but in my youth, you know, what, ninth grade, I was, what, 15, 14, maybe? It was right in there. I didn't know shit from Shinola. So I didn't really know what to expect or what to look for. I just remember enjoying that experience overall. Well, shit, I carry it with me to today. We got in a bus. We drove across the border. We went to dinner at some awesome restaurant. I don't remember if it was Italian or something like that, but it was really tasty. That much I do remember. And then we went and saw that show, and then we all came back home. And uh, that's the only time I was in Canada. So I was in Canada for, what was that, a couple, three hours, maybe four? Eh, I don't know. But, uh, oh, and I take that back. I just remembered I went into Canada again. Yeah, the second time was with my family that I was living with out in Vermont. And we took a day trip up to, oh, what was that amusement park? Uh, gosh, uh, Le Grand, I think. I can't remember. It was a big amusement park in Quebec. I can't remember the name of it. And I don't want to waste time trying to look it up on the internet because I can't even remember what the name of it is. But it was an amusement park. There was rides and, you know, a carousel and Ferris wheel and roller coasters and shops and uh, amusement park, like a fair sort of deal. So those are my two times in Canada. So both times, I never experienced Canadian bacon. So all my Canadian friends, let me know if I'm wrong in thinking that Canadian bacon is just ham, but better. Okay? Okay. <laughs> wow, what a tangent to start the show off with, huh? <laughs> uh, this week, wow, this week we got the second part of my conversation with Phaedra D. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode, the first part of it. And since we're in a conversation this episode, just like last episode and all episodes where I've had a conversation, we're not going to have our usual format. We're going to skip over the 25 famous women that share their best advice. Uh, we're not going to have any secondary topic. We're not going to have any listener feedback. But don't you worry. Don't you fret. All those wonderful things will be back 
next week in episode 61 when we're just back to our normal routine. <laughs> but uh, I hope you enjoyed episode 51. If you haven't, go back and listen. And if this is your first episode, welcome aboard. Welcome aboard this crazy sleigh ride <laughs> of a stream of consciousness podcast that I particularly call Changes in Latitudes, a Transgender Experience. And if you're listening to the very first time, um, well, you might want to stop and go back to episode 59 and just pick up the first part of the conversation because, well, you know, coming in in the middle of a conversation, you're going to miss out on some stuff. That's all I'm going to say. But if you're going to be stubborn and listen on through or you're listening backwards, hey, enjoy. Bottom line. Uh, you can find last week's episode at, uh, well, iTunes and Stitcher Radio, of course. Hey, if you use iTunes and Stitcher Radio, do us a favor. Do the show a favor. Go in. Take, what, 30 seconds or less, maybe a minute tops. Well, two minutes if you're a slow typer. And give us a review. Give us a rating. Share the show. Support the show that way. Why? Because well, iTunes and Stitcher have those weird algorithms that work behind the scenes and your interaction really helps the show grow. So when someone else is searching for, well, transgender podcasts in this case, when you put your energy into those ratings and reviews, you help other people just like you find this show. So, Take 60 seconds or less and help us out. You can also find all episodes at Changes in Latitudes podcast at blogspot.com, where we have an Amazon affiliate link. We also have a PayPal donate button, if that's your choice, if that's your you know poison or weapon of choice. And uh, we also have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash Changes in Latitudes podcast. Send me an email, changesinlatitudespodcast at gmail.com, and follow me on Twitter at SabrinaMiller41. Also, all the show notes for every episode have a Patreon page link. And if you're not familiar with Patreon, wow, take, take a couple minutes, go check it out, because it supports independent artists like myself. You contribute whatever your budget allows, and there's reward bonuses and levels and things, of course, and you help us directly, me directly, my family specifically, the show, me, all of that directly. And it really, really helps out. Believe it or not, it helps out even at a dollar a month, which, you know, you figure at $52 a year works out to be about 17, 18, 19 cents an episode. So consider it that way. I always suggest giving a $5 a month because then it works out to be like a dollar and change, dollar something per episode. But more importantly, at $5 an episode, Think of it this way. You're going to sit down and listen to the show. With $5 a month, you're basically buying me a cup of coffee, a fancy Starbucks sort of coffee, to enjoy all month. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about that. So it's patreon.com slash changes in latitudes podcast. Now, this particular episode is brought to you by an anonymous PayPal donation of an undisclosed amount. And I'm saying it that way because that's what the person asked for. They didn't want to be recognized by name. They did not want their dollar amount acknowledged. So you know who you are. And I thank you again from the bottom of my heart. Uh, it, it, that <laughs> More than you know, the timing of that helped out tremendously. Tremendously. So that's why I'm saying this <laughs> to, to you, the anonymous person right now on the show because I know you didn't want me to so I'm keeping it like this thank you so very much it I'm just gonna say it saved my ass okay all right all right enough of that stuff let's move on to the main topic Second part of my conversation with Phaedra D. Now, just as a reminder, uh, it was recorded on the 6th of October of 2015. And uh, just to get into the momentum again, I rolled back the interview about two minutes and change just so we can jump right into it again and not be like a cold start. You know, we warmed us up a little bit. Uh, as a reminder, she lives on the far east coast of Canada, four hours difference from myself on the west coast of California. And again, we cover so many different topics. We kind of just ramble on, bouncing back and forth. We talk about transition. We talk about life in general and being parents and podcasting because she's thinking about doing her own podcast as time moves on. She's trying to figure out how to put together what she wants to put together. And with like, well, shit, a bunch of other random crap that just comes up. So with that, let's just get right into it again. 
Again, Phaedra D, thank you so much for taking the time to sit with me and being part of the show and enjoying, well, what? A drink, coffee, tea, whatever it is. <laughs> thank you so very much for sitting with me and talking. I so do appreciate it. All right, let's get into it. I, I see it as putting the positive all around you. Because usually when most people are at the point of, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to come out as transgender. This is, this is who I am. And then they, you know, whatever right, the next exactly. step is, is for them, whatever it's therapy or full time or HRT, whatever, everybody's different. But when they make that step within themselves from that point forward, you've usually at that point, there's a, a negative energy just forcing them to really look inward. At least that's how it kind of was for me. And you got to get that negative out because you're not going to be able to be good for yourself or, or others, but yourself specifically, if there's that right, right. all around you. Right. And, and I think that kind of goes back to my, uh, the idea that I had about zones of safety and your own, you know, your personal, you know, this is my personal circle and I'm going to work outwards from there. Uh, and, you know, each... Uh, each each layer out from there, you want to build it up to be as positive as you can uh, and as supportive as you can. And, you know, it starts with yourself and then it goes to your immediate family and then, you know, to the community at large. Right, right. And it works out. I've, I've the, uh, uh, the pebble in the pond is, uh, is the thing I've used. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah so. because that's so true. That's exactly how it is. It works outward like that. So yeah, you yeah. have to you have to start with positive energy, positive stuff around you, and have all that support just to be able to 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 do it. So yeah, it's uh, now is the time though. Now is the time. The time just seems so comfortable for everyone to say, you know what? There's some diversity in me, and this is what it's going to be. Right, whatever, exactly. whatever that is for that individual, whether it's trans or queer or bisexual or or uh, the the list is endless. Choose your weapon, you know. Choose your poison. There's right. so many out there, but exactly. right now seems to be that comfort zone time when the majority will say, "Oh, really? Okay, you're not hurting yourself. You're not hurting others. Cool. Be yourself." Ta-da! Exactly. Exactly. Um... She was saying that most of the most of it is managing to get out of your own way. Exactly, exactly. You got to get out of your way. Yes, you know, yeah. We, uh, Gabriel, one of the very first guests on the show, uh, he talks about it a checklist, but it's also it's also very much saying get out of your own way. Exactly, because we, I mean, it's so easy for us to build ourselves, you know, you know, uh, build the, the negativity of, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. And it's such an easy trap to fall into, um, you know, and I mean, this, this completely, you know, it sounds totally woo-woo and out there in new age and everything, but, you know, um, uh, there's a lot to that, you know, there, there's a lot to the idea of just, um, not letting yourself, uh, paint yourself into a corner of, 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 I can't repeatedly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, 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 the can't, the NT, the apostrophe T, you know, it's, it's cannot, it's a negative word. So that just instantly brings negative in. I mean, you have to use it, but just the, the phrase, I can't, it, it creates, uh, just that downward negative energy and you got to get rid of that you have to say you have to say things in a different way you have to think in a different way right because you're changing you're changing i don't want to say everything but you're changing an awful lot about your world oh exactly and i mean you know uh if you're going to be if you want to change how the world sees you uh you know um, you know, you're you're going and changing yourself at a fundamental level of you know you're well okay. I, I let me back up. You're not you're not changing yourself uh, as so much as you are um, letting the letting the presenting um, presenting you in the way that you want to be presented. Right. You know, and and so, but I mean, yeah, there is some. Okay, I, I'm I'm completely getting off in the weeds here. There is some change in there too. I mean, 
uh, you know, changing the way you think, changing the way you do things, um, you know, looking at how to do things in new ways, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a process and, and, and the, you know, going back to the checklist, the checklist is so important. Um, so that you don't get lost in the details to, you know, cause that's, that's your bigger picture guiding document. Exactly. That's your, that's, that's what you're using to go day to day. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Working so, towards the next goal, the next check. So you can make that, you know, check right. on the list. Exactly. Exactly. And, and you know, it's, uh, and, I'll, and, you know, I'll say again, something that you've already said, you know, it's so important to have. A, a pro working with you, um, you know, to coach you through this, you know, like in, in my case, the therapist that I'm working with, you know, the, this is not her first transition, you know, this right. isn't her, this isn't her hundredth transition, you know, you know, she's, I'm going to guess this is probably her 500th transition. <laughs> right. So, she's experienced. So she's experienced and, and, you know, a therapist, a good therapist, uh, they've done this before. They can tell you the shortcuts. They can tell you what's important, what's not important. Mm-hmm. They they can help you get you started on your checklist. Exactly, exactly. And and they can, you know, uh, because at the beginning, when you're standing there at the beginning, you know, it's like, oh, my God, what do I got to do? There's so many things that I got to do. What do I got to do? And, you, you get you know, overwhelmed, exactly. You, you get overwhelmed. And, you know, uh, you know, so... You know, who knew that that project management course that you took back in high school was going to be important for something? <laughs> exactly. Right, 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 right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's uh, – you, you really got to think it through. It's not It's not an overnight thing as w- most of us, you know, would like. And, and there are some exceptions out there, of course, of course. But rule of thumb, make a checklist, work it every day, work every week towards it. Well, that that's exactly it. I mean, there, there's a, there's exceptions all the time, and you know the the perspectives that you know the the view that we're presenting that's the ones that's wor- the view that's working for us. Uh, you know, uh, as as the expression goes, your mileage may vary. You know, <laughs> right? So, you know, uh, so yeah, it's uh, you know have the checklist, work the process. Trust and, the professionals. Right, right. Well, and it even goes to, to, to remind everyone that it's, it is such a different journey for everyone because everyone goes through it differently and reacts differently to things that even if you find someone within your community that you admire or you look up to or they've been, they've been around for a while, whatever the case may be, uh, realize their journey, their path may be similar, but it's, it's not the same as yours. You're making your own. And you oh. might take things from different people, of course. That's what that's what the beauty of life is. You know, you exchange things with different people and individuals and spirits and all that. And you move on. You move through life. So oh, a- so if it doesn't if it works for someone, that's great. Find out what exactly worked for them, make it your own, adjust it accordingly, and then move on. Right, exactly. And, and of course, you know, the, the important thing to consider about that is that, um, you know, everybody is starting from a different place and. Oh, that you know, too, of course, of course, and, of course. And is moving to a different goal. So, you know, exactly. we may be on, we may be on the same highway, but we're, you know, we're probably taking a different exit somewhere along the way. Right, exactly, exactly. We're just going to, you know, stop over here for a little bit. See you later. Catch up with you later. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'll see you on right. the return trip. <laughs> see you next time around. Yeah, same time next year. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, yeah. so, um, so yeah, that's uh, you know, and, and you know, and and once you start going down the road of you know, there's a lot of self examination and self discovery. You, you start thinking about things in a different way. Um, you know, and and you start surrounding yourself with different people. You know, um, and in some cases, you know, you you shed people. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, you know, you're you're you you. One day you'll sit down and you'll you'll think, or you'll read somebody's Facebook post. You know, to use the uh, the example, you read somebody's Facebook post and go, you know what, this person's a jerk. How <laughs> did I ever? Right. You know? Yeah. What what made me friend you? Yeah. What happened to you? Yeah, I've got a, I've got a few childhood friends that are like that. Yeah, it's like wait. Yeah. Well, what? 
Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, it's, it's a, it's a meme for sure, but, uh, you know, we, we all have one. Um, you know, there's the, uh, and, you know, we all have that friend from high school or the, the, the relative, you know, in my case, it's a relative that I, I go, why, you know, if I wasn't related to you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think there's a lot of people like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just, just out, out there in the world, there's always that one person you're like, really? Okay. Well, you're, you're related. So I'll just, yeah. Uh, okay. Fine. Yeah. I, I can mute you so that, uh, yeah. you know, well, they've come up with that. a lot of great options on Facebook for that. You know, you can unfollow without fr- unfriending, mute different posts, never see certain things from different sources. It's pretty cool. I, I'm, yeah. I'm actually yeah. quite impressed with some of the changes they've recently have made. Yeah. Um, I, I've never been a huge user of Facebook, but l- I've been using it a lot lately just to keep up with, uh, well, you know, with a couple of communities here in Ottawa. Um, and, uh, you know, just to keep up with my friends from university mostly. Right. Um, right. We all have our circles that we keep up with. I use Facebook mostly for family. I mean, my own personal Facebook, I use that for mostly family group of friends that, that I have. Uh, and then I, I'm, I'm got the pages the, or the shows page that I'm, I'm trying to not overburden posts with and not just fill it up with, you know, goofy crap, but trying to, trying to put poignant things out there as well as, Hey everybody, new episode. Cause <laughs> that gets boring if it's the only post. Hey everybody, new episode next week. Hey everybody, new episode. And there's nothing in between. Right, right. Yeah, well, I, I'm trying to find stuff. I, I, I usually can, but sometimes I, I just, I don't. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you are only one person after all, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, it, if it wasn't for my phone, I wouldn't as be as active. I'll say that much. Because my oh, phone, is, ex- I'm able to uh, post stuff to the page as I come across it in general. I like that. Right, right. See, I went the other way on my phone. I took the Facebook app off my phone. I've uh, known many people that have done that. And I just kept the messenger part of it because I found that I was spending too much time reading Facebook and, yeah. and just getting, you know, too too sucked into it. Yeah, yeah. I've had to discipline myself. That's for damn sure. Yeah, <laughs> totally agreed. Which is why, which is why I try to focus most stuff on the page. I'll look at things that I, that, you know, trans related, gender related orientation related the generic lgbt related you know poignant things stuff like that sometimes some some humor sometimes some other things you know etc 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 uh but but not overburden it because if i'm getting it and sharing it with you guys chances are you guys are getting it from other sources as well so i don't want to overburden you you know i'm not going to be that person right right and uh yeah, and and the you know the thing about that too is um, depending on where you're looking and what you're looking at. Um, uh, there's one re- uh, one subreddit that I follow. I, I only dip into it every once in a while. Uh, it's uh, it's just because it seems like it's um, it just seems like it's one bad news story after another, and it's like, oh, really? You know? Um, wow. You know. It's it's just um it it's a trans oriented one and it just seems like it's uh, story after story of after story of you know bad things that are happening to trans people and it's like okay yeah look. I've seen I've seen repeat stories like that across the internet posted by you know friends and news sources and different groups that I belong to yeah I've seen that come across and I've in the beginning I was all oh, petrified horrified I was it was it was just enough to scare you almost especially oh. in the first few you know weeks months of your of your journey where you're like, yes, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go outside and do this. And then you read about that crap and you're like, oh, fuck. All right. I had to get so where I I just, I couldn't, I I would be very, very selective when I read stuff. Uh, You know, if it's it's in an area where I may have friends or know of people, you know, I, I may check it out. You know, like if something happened in a certain area of the country, I would check it out. But I, I can't read everyone. I'd be, to bring me down, man. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just, I dip into it every once in a while just to kind of, you know, take the temperature of what's going on. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, I get it. But I, again, I, I, again, I couldn't read it every day either because it would be, a, be just so much of a downer that it's like, oh, why, you know, why am I even bothering? Right. Right. I mean, the, the, I, the information needs to be there, but it needs to be presented in a way that is not so... 
Well, it just drops the energy. I mean, we, the message needs to be given, but I don't think it needs to be delivered that way. There's got to be a different way to be able to deliver that message. Right, right. Well, um, you know, and, and unfortunately, you know, that's just kind of the nature of Reddit. That's the way it works yeah, best. Yeah, right, to have exactly. The, the big list of stories, you know? Yeah, because it but, all gets filed into the thing, right? Yeah. But, Filtered uh, But, yeah, so, no, uh, my, uh, I like you say, I use Facebook mostly for family and friends. And then uh, if, uh, for me, uh, Twitter is for news. Uh, and then Pinterest is just for, you know, wasting time. If, you know, if, <laughs> if I, if I want to waste time, I'll just go on Pinterest and that'll be it for a couple hours. Right. I hear you. I, I, I had to take Pinterest off because of that. I have since brought it back, but I have also since ignored it. So, right. yeah, no, my, my guilty things are Facebook <laughs> and, uh, occasionally right. Tumblr, but not so often. Uh, and general news articles through the uh, news apps that I have, and that's that's really about it. Yeah, I keep uh, on my wanting, phone sp- specifically. I, I keep wanting to do something with Tumblr, but I just haven't found the right application for it yet. Um, I, 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 mine it, is mostly reblogging the stuff I see, a poignant article, a right. poignant saying, a picture, whatever. And that's all I really use it for. I don't use it for really much of anything yeah. else. I started promoting the show through there, but it didn't seem like I got many much feedback from it. So I'm like, all right, fine. One less thing I don't need to deal with right now. If right. In the future, I'll deal yeah. with it maybe. But right now, I'll focus on Facebook. I'll focus on uh, uh, the show itself. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, it's uh, uh, it's just... I haven't found the itch that it's, it, you know, it, it's, I haven't found the itch for it to scratch yet. Right. Yeah, um, exactly. There's, there's not a need for it yet. Yeah. I get that. I get that. Yeah. But it's a, but it's a great, it's a great toy to play with. That's the problem, you know? <laughs> yes. You know, and, and we have, we do have a lot of those right now. So, you know, yes, we're, we're, we do. we're, we're, li- we're living in the future. Yes, I was just talking to a friend about that. I was like, wow, remember when we were kids and we would think about whatever it is we're talking about right now, and here it is in our hand? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, here's the crazy thing. I, I, I took the bus home tonight uh, after I dropped off my daughter, and I had my Kindle and my iPhone with me. Uh, and I was reading the same book. Uh, you know, I'd get on the bus uh, read a little bit on the Kindle, put it back in my bag, get off the bus, waiting for the next bus, pull out my iPhone because it's smaller and have the same book on my phone, uh, <laughs> right. you know, just there. And it's like, right. Oh my God, you know, this is crazy. You yeah. Know? Yeah. No, I get that. I get that. I understand. You know? I don't, I don't have a, I don't have any, I have an iPhone and I have a, a, a MacBook, and that's, that's it. That's all I have. Uh, but I totally, oh, I got some external hard drives as well, but that's it. Uh, so I totally understand about being able to, to read it between, uh, two different devices. It's kind of crazy, yeah, but I, it's cool. I only recently got the Kindle, um, about, oh, I'd say about a week and a half ago, uh, mostly for use on the bus. And, uh, you know, I, I can't believe it took me this long to get one. It's, it's literally changed my life. I'm reading so much more than I used to. Well, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah. Well, you know, it's well, uh, yeah. number one. You couldn't carry all the books that you could on your person versus exactly. what's in your digital uh, reader. We'll call. Exactly. You know, it's it, you know, um, you, it's so much por- it's so much more portable. Uh, and you know, don't get me wrong. I like to sit with a paper book, you know, and actually feel the pages and all that good stuff. Yeah. But if I'm if I'm on a bus, you know, I don't want to be, you know, hauling around, you know, uh, you know, uh, that much weight and that much, uh, you know, uh, it's I just you take a chance a- on ripping. You take a chance on something spilling on it, dropping it. Yeah, there's there's just so many variables that could happen to a book and not saying you couldn't drop your Kindle or your iPhone or something like that, of course, but you got a little more control over it. Yeah, it's just it's just smaller and it's just universally there. I mean, because yeah. it's so portable, it's just always there. Right. Exactly. Yeah, so, you know, and so, you know, you know, when I whenever I first clicked on my Vic 20 way back when, you know, I we had no idea back then what we were getting ourselves into. Okay, I that might be even before my time. The what? 
Uh, oh, I had uh, my first computer was a Commodore VIC twenty. Uh, I think I got it in about nineteen eighty two or wow. so. Wow, wow! I we got our first computer. It was eighty three, and it was a uh, uh, Apple two GS. Oh, okay, nice. No, I'm nice. sorry. I'm sorry. Apple two E. It was an oh, Apple two E okay. computer with the with the five and a quarter inch floppy disk and a dot matrix printer oh, and the okay. green monitor. Awesome. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that was my my mom is what you would say now is an early well, she was an early adopter. But that but that term wasn't around when she was being an early adopter. And so so yeah, that's what she was. So she was we were one of the first homes to have uh, uh Apple specific in, in the home. And it was great. I loved it. That computer did us well for a long time. Wrote many a report, played a number of games. Uh, it was it was really cool. Now, this is all before a modem, so it's not like you were calling up different computers or things like that. But it was still still a really cool device to have because not everybody had one. No, they were they were far from uh, far from ubiquitous back then. Um, you know, uh, uh, the reason we didn't have Apple uh, in our house um, was there were no no stores that sold it. Um, I grew up in northern Ontario. Um, actually about eight hours north of here. Um, and I got my first computer uh, at Canadian Tire, of all places. Canadian listeners will know what that is. Uh, it's sort of um, kind of, it's it started out as an automotive store. Now it's kind of uh, a general merchandise store, but it's kind of mostly automotive-y stuff. Wow. Uh, I, I don't, it's, I don't I don't know how to describe it to to do it justice but anyway um yeah it was at Canadian Tire we got this this Vic 20 came home uh and uh it was awesome I mean you know where we were you know it in the winter time it was 40 below and snowing most of the winter from basically October till oh April so you know you needed to find new and creative things to do inside the house right of course of course right exactly yeah. So, uh, so yeah, um, you know, but it, we, we've come so far since then that, uh, you know, and, and the, the change, change, it's accelerating so quickly too. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to what's coming next. You know, I, I want to, I want to see what comes next. Well, that's always the next thing. That's, 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 that's the nature of the beast. That's what it is. What's the next thing? What's next? What's next? What's next? Yeah. That's what technology has done to us. It's, right. it's a good thing and a bad thing. I, I'm the same way. I mean, I, I don't. I'm not an early adopter, but I I keep my eye out, <laughs> kind of. Right. Not yeah. not not anywhere uh, I, to where I, I could have a discussion with anyone. Right. No, I'm not. I'm not an early adopter for a lot of things, uh, but I just like. Um, I, I just like seeing what's happening and how things are changing, uh, and you know, uh, looking at. Uh, the effect that uh, that technology has had on the world, uh, you know, for both for good and for bad. I mean, right. uh, you know, we've had a, a lot of good has come from this. I mean, uh, you know, the advances in medicine are, are just astounding. Yes, they are. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, uh, you know, the advances in surveillance, for example, that's uh, those are astounding, too, and not in a good way. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's It's a yin and yang sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, um, you know, I, I'm curious to find out what happens next. And, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, I, I can write my own part of that, uh, that little bit of my journey in there somehow. Right, um, right. Are, are you planning on documenting your journey in any form or fashion? Um, I, I'm playing with the idea of doing a podcast. I don't oh. know. I don't know specifically if I want it to be um, a trans-oriented podcast or not, or a personal journey podcast. Um, right, I uh, get it. But I, I just, I think I just want to talk to people about stuff. You know? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I spend so much time listening to podcasts that I, you know, I'd like to try my hand at doing one and just talk to people about stuff. Um, you know. Uh, but try to make it as inclusive as possible and try and get, you know, you know, try and get trans voices on there, but not necessarily talking about 
trans issues, you know? Right, um, right. Well, and that's kind of why I, I have the secondary topic in my usual short format of the show, just to change it up from whatever the hell we were talking about before, whether right, it's important exactly. or, or, or lighthearted or something, but just something different. So it's not... You know, constant, 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 constant. There's some variety in there. So, uh, you know, sometimes fun, sometimes poignant, whatever. The, however, I'm feeling when I put an episode together. Right, right. And now a word from our sponsor. When you need a professional who specializes in writing, photography, or web design, contact Tom Slayton. At Tom's website, TomSlayton.com, you'll find brilliant WordPress themes, discounts and links for fantastic online services, and sage wisdom from the master himself, Tom Slayton. TomSlayton.com even features a wonderful eclectic collection of photographs seldom seen elsewhere. Visit TomSlayton.com. That's T-O-M-S-L-A-T-I-N.com. Yes, TomSlayton.com. Folks, Tom is, uh, if if you've listened to many episodes, you're going to hear this again. Tom is just a great guy all around. Um, He's, he has helped me out uh, both in just in supporting the show on a financial level. Yes. Okay, fine. That's obvious. But there's been times I've just thrown some things out on Twitter, you know, some random uh, venting as some people do. And, and he's been one of the people to respond and basically, you know, turn a negative into a positive. I'll, I'll, I'll surmise it that way. And so it, it just, it's the least I can do to share his website. Uh, I, I got a picture again this week. It's called Falling Slowly. Uh, and uh, it's TomSlayton.com slash Falling Slowly. And it's, it's, I love the title because he's showing the fall colors changing. It's, it's, it looks like some old barn, rustic looking barn, and there's on one side a beautiful green tree with the green grass all around. And on the other side of the photo is a tree that's starting to turn into the fall colors and lose its leaves and become that winterized, you know, fall sort of tree out there. And it's just a beautiful composure and the shadows that, that it draws across the, the top of the barn. It's just beautiful, folks. I think I stared at it for... Oh, I don't know. Probably about five minutes, maybe a little less, three to five minutes, just because of the composition. So, you know, as I've said in episodes past, I usually pull up Tom's website. Well, yes, to find something to talk about. But more importantly, if I'm just having a lull of creativity or I need a break from whatever the hell I'm doing, taking care of my kid or dealing with stuff at the house or whatever, I pull it up. I take a look at a couple different pictures, forget about my life at that moment in time for what, 30 seconds, a minute, five minutes, whatever it's going to be. And then I move back on. It's a great rest stop on the road of life. So, folks check it out tomslayton.com forward slash falling slowly and tom thank you again and now back to our conversation with vader d well i'm a big fan of the round table format um those are fun and, and they're i they're i know they're 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 complicated to pull off uh yes. just from from a scheduling point of view um, but I love the format of having two or three different people, you know, and going around and around about something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, ideally if I had, if I could do it full time, uh, and, you know, just work on that, um, what I would do is I would be, uh, you know, a series of rotating guests every, and every week talk about a different, you know, some weird topic that I've pulled from the obscure corners of Wikipedia. Right, right. Of course. Like this week, oh, we're going to talk about, you know, for example, uh, Alexander the Great or something, you know. (laughs) Way out there, right. You know, gets in and just get some experts in because, I mean, there's got to be somebody who knows a lot about, you know, Alexander the Great's footwear or something. I'm in this day and age? Of course. I'd be surprised to find that somebody doesn't. Right. Um, well, actually, that reminds me of a, an episode of Time Team. Uh, there was uh, one; they had one expert on there, one archaeologist, uh, and uh, she happened to be an expert in um, the little things, the little metal tips that go on the end of boot laces. And that's like oh. really, that's awfully specialized, but kind of cool that you know all about it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Highly, highly specialized. But, you know, but those are the people that I'm, you know, I'm interested in talking to uh, to everybody and, and especially people like that because, 
you know, it's uh, it's just there's so much fascinating stuff out there, and, and I'd like to get the stories out. Yeah. Well, everybody's got a story as long as you're willing to listen. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, for for certain things, you got to make sure that it, it's interesting enough to listen to, because there are some people that just you you, you tune out after a while because <laughs> that's just the nature of things. But if they're presenting their story, their journey, their t- their whatever in in the uh, uh, I don't want to say logical way because that's not necessarily it, but just a way that makes sure people the the listener, the audience, stays with them the entire time. Right. Yeah. If, if they can be halfway engaging, that's, that's half the battle. And, you know, right. uh, you know, honestly, I, I was a little bit worried about coming on and doing this tonight because, you know, I've never really done this before. Oh, wow. So uh, well, thank you again for being on the show. That's awesome. Yay. You know, so I was, I was worried. It's like, well, you know, is it going to be boring? Are people going to care about this? Well, you know <laughs> what? Somebody might get something out of it. Exactly. So, you know, who knows? We'll try it. And, exactly. And, well, and if I go ahead, and, and if I get a, a lot of fan mail about it, out of it, great. If I get a lot of hate mail out of it, well, you know, at least I caused a reaction. Right. Exactly. Well, see, the way I look at it is not only is the audience getting your side of your story that you're sharing, but they get a break from listening to my voice all the time. <laughs> Well, Cause, yeah, because it's me you know, top to bottom every show. You know, I mean, I, even I get tired of listening to myself in the editing process. There's times like, okay, I'm done. I gotta, I gotta shut down for tonight. Right, right. Well, I have some, I have some friends. They do a paranormal-ish podcast. Well, not so much paranormal anymore, but uh, and they rotate through. You know, one week they'll do an interview show. One week they'll do a news show. One week they'll do just a completely silly show um, with a bunch of guests on. Uh, and just the the change of format breaks it up. From you know, I mean. Uh, it just breaks it up both for them and for the listener so that, you know, it's it's always fresh. Right, right, right. And and that's actually something I, I don't want to say I worry about, but I'm aware of with my show. So so that's why I try to keep it as, as well, I'll use the word entertaining as possible. But uh, we, I, that's why there's a little bit of music here and there. There's a little bit of different right. sections. So there's different topics to talk about. It's not just one thing top to bottom. You know, right? You know, okay, right. we're done. Good night. Bye. Yeah, and, something and, else to look forward to. Right, and, and see, that's you know, that's the thing. You you found what works for you, uh, right. and yeah. they they found what works for them. And whenever I finally get around to doing mine, I'll I'll have to find what works for me. You know, took me took me uh, a good year to figure out my previous show uh, that I've talked about in the past uh, on past episodes. It, it took me about a year to really start from, I want to do a podcast to turning on the microphone for the first time. And, and it was, it was a long thought process. How do I want to do this? What do I want to do? How is this going to go? What's the target? What's the, what's the aim? Why am I going to get this done? Blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then finally I'm like, okay, let's do this. Let's do this. I think I'm pretty solid on the format. Let's do this. And I did, and and as I've mentioned before, it became too uh, uh, post-production heavy. And so I just it became overwhelming, and I, I had to put it aside for a while. I, I really want to eventually come back to it because it was fun, but it was, it, was, it was a challenge trying to find somebody new every episode to talk to about something interesting, not just a conversation about a topic, you know, like Roundtable. It, it was different than Roundtable. It was a specific something, whether it was... The, the guest themselves or something they did, you know. Uh, right, so, so right. So it was more of like a promotional thing, kind of. And so trying to find somebody that's willing to do that is is harder than you would think. Oh, no, I, I can imagine, you know, and that's something where, you know, just the, the production work in it where you, you would, you know, it's it's hard enough just – Okay, personally, it's hard enough for me to maintain my own schedule to get stuff done. Trying to coordinate it with anybody else is, uh, you know. <laughs> and that's exactly why uh, I, I can... chose to do a solo show. Right, yeah. Because I know how hard it is to manufacture and maintain schedules. Right, and, and you have a little one as well, too. Yes, so I, I can, do. I can only, uh, you know, I can 
fully I can fully relate to that because you know uh, you know whenever the child comes up if if something comes up with the child all bets are off. Basically, yeah, yeah. I mean, certain things within certain reasons, yes, but most of the time, if it's child related, okay, that's it, priority. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, and, so yeah, and you know, and we try and we try and schedule our, you know, we try and schedule things as best we can. But at the end of the day, you know, we uh, uh, we are we are the slaves to our little masters, you know, as it should be. Exactly, exactly, yeah, uh, exactly. You know, and um, actually, that's that's kind of. Uh, one thing that we didn't really touch on, but I mean, the Go standard, ahead. the standard thing there, uh, you know, having my daughter, we weren't, we weren't planning on, on having children. Um, but, uh, when, when my daughter came along, it, you know, it, it literally changed my life. Um, you know, I, I, I can't imagine, uh, I, I can't imagine not going through that process. And I, I wish that, you know, in hindsight, I wish that I had, you know, we had done that sooner. But you know, things are things happen the way they happened, and uh, you know, I'm just, uh, uh, you know, every every day uh, I think about her, and I, I, you know, look forward to seeing her every chance I get. So, right, you know, well, that's um, that's the. That's the magic of children, I think. You know, people who who don't, uh, who aren't around children in in the sense of a parent. I'm not saying being parents, but you know, some some aunts are very close to the family. Some grandparents are very close to the family. So it's that mothering, nurturing, uh, caretaking feeling that that you know you're responsible for this little adult or little little person rather, short person, young person. Right. Yeah. And hey. and uh, I mean, everybody can experience it. I, I think you don't have to not, you don't have to be a natural parent. Adoption is 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 an option, of course, but it's that that constant caretaker thing that is magic it's it's weird well it it's yeah it's hard to describe it's it's simultaneously right right, exactly it's hard to describe it's simultaneously magic uh magic with lack of sleep paranoia and you know the right the, exactly and, and, and wonderful. I mean, basically, you're trying to keep them from killing themselves until they turn eighteen. And killing themselves and killing you, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and yeah. Uh, you know, like my daughter, she's she's four, uh, going on fourteen. So. Oh, of course, yeah. No, my little guy's three, going on, you know, I don't know, twenty-one, I think. The way he mm-hmm. looks at me sometimes, and the some things he says, it's like, really? What do you do? What do you? Wow. Okay. Right, uh, and I asked her. Uh, hang on, what was it that I asked her? What was it that I asked Maggie the other day? I th- I think I asked her. Oh, why don't you do, or or why don't you why don't you do this this way? And she just looked at me and said, "Oh, namaste," and walked away. And it's like, well, how do you argue with that? You know? Wow. Okay. <laughs> Holy mackerel. It's like okay, I know where you got that from, but the fact that you used it in context, all right, fine, you know, just carry on with what you're doing. Right? Yeah, that's that's the amazing thing about them is is their learning process and just being amazed at how they pick up on things. It's quite quite remarkable. Right. Right. So so yeah. So you know, my my time is split between. You know, just wanting to be a good mom to my daughter, and you know, do some creative stuff, and and spend some time with uh, spend some time with my girlfriend, and you know, just try and. Uh, it's all part of the balance. It's all part yeah. of the balance. Right. Exactly. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So, how did your daughter take your coming out, or is taking your coming out, or what's the what's your process with her in the sense oh, of um, how whatever well, it is, that everybody's was different. Basically. Um, well, basically from, from day one, uh, you know, that was one thing that was very important from day one. I've always been mummy to her, uh, and I've always tried to, you know, present, uh, as I want to present, uh, to her as much as possible. Uh, so, you know, the transition, it's not a transition. It's just something that always was there. Right. Okay. Right. So, so there is no difference. Right. Exactly. My child's young enough too. Exactly. Right. And, you know, and, you know, and, and for that matter, you know, um, you know, I'm trying to think of if there's, I, I don't really, 
I, I haven't had the experience of transitioning or, you know, have presenting the transition to a, a child, but you know what? Children are flexible and for the most part, they they got their own thing going. It's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. You know? Right. There was one time I was at a, at a fast food restaurant uh, here and uh, it was in the children's area. And so my son was playing around, running around. And this one, I don't know, he's probably elementary school kid. Uh, I had a cold at the time. So my voice was not, I couldn't use my voice at all. It was all down and just, uh, uh, it was horrible. And so, so this little kid's looking at me and I was, I was, I was, uh, feminine that day. And, and this little kid's looking at me and he says to me in the sweetest voice too, how come you look like a woman, but talk like a man? And I, and I, and I, the lyrics to Lola come to my mind at the moment in time. And I just went, it's just the way it is or something like that. I, I, I blew it off. I can't quite remember exactly, but yeah, it was, it was quite something. Right. Yeah. Well, you know. Funny, funny you should mention that. Um, my daughter, she was having problems with L's, you know, pronouncing L's as children do at that. Right. Uh, so one of the therapies that I was working on with her, uh, you know, quote therapies, was uh, teaching her how to sing Lola. And, oh, uh, get out of town. Oh, that's great. And once she, once she could sing Lola, that was, you know, it's like, okay, you're getting this. You're, you're getting you're, this. You're getting it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a great song. It's a great it's a, song. It's I, I awesome think I've shared song. it already. It's one of my favorites, so I'm pretty damn sure I've shared it already. Well, you know, it is it is kind of our theme song. It, you is, know, part, as, it as, is one of the theme songs, absolutely. absolutely. I think that's why I played it, because <laughs> it's one of the theme songs. It's perfect. Yes, I have. I remember talking about the story from watching Family Ties. Right. Nick from Family Ties. Hey. Right. Yeah, right. that's what. Okay, I remember the story now. See, that's the problem with having fifty-something episodes. I forget what I say. I forget what I'm planning on saying, and I right. pl- forget notes I've made for the future. So I've got a spreadsheet all made up about my notes and what's in what episode, and this, that, and the other thing. So I'm organized, but my brain isn't. So right, I can right. go back yeah. and look and tell you, oh yes, um, absolutely. In episode blah blah blah, I said something about such and such topic. So I'm organized, but I can't remember the damn thing. Right, right. Um, actually, um, one of the 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 best things that we did this summer with my daughter was actually to take her down to the uh, the pride parade. Um, nice, we walked, nice, nice. We uh, we actually walked in the parade this summer uh, for the first time ever. Uh, Fantastic, and we did too. After. After the uh, after the parade wrapped up, we wandered down through the village in the activity area, uh, and they had a bubble dance party going. Uh, and wow! It, it, basically, what it is is a a, 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 a blower uh, blowing um, through a, a a kind of a, like a windsock that's filled with soap and water, and blowing bubbles out onto the street so that you've got oh, about cool. Three feet deep worth of bubbles, and I'll tell you, if you ever want to tire out a toddler, uh, turn them loose in a bubble dance and just let them go for about an hour. Oh yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'd get tired after an hour of doing that. That's for damn sure. And and then she was out for the rest of it, the rest of the day. Uh, you know, it. but uh, but yeah, it was uh, you know making memories and and doing you know keeping the positive going, and that's just another way that we you know something else that we said yes to and uh, and it was awesome and uh, you know i i think i'm a little bit richer for it fantastic i love stories like that so here's a question i've been wanting to ask since since we first met and i figured i'd save it for the show how did you choose or select or get your name because it's okay. a cool name it's not a, it's it's a unique really cool name okay um if you've ever read the book Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance uh, by no, Robert, I have not. Uh, okay, it's by Robert M. Persig, uh, and it's kind of a, a I'm not going to say woo woo. It's not really woo woo, but it's kind of um, it's the story of uh, a man and his son going on a motorcycle journey uh, across the United States, uh, and one of the characters in the book is uh, named Phaedrus. Uh, P-H-A-E-D-R-U-S, taken from the dialogues of Plato. And the the story is the main character. This is his alter ego uh, from uh, a previous portion of his life that um, he he had this personality erased basically through electroshock therapy. Uh, 
for various reasons and it's starting to come back and he's as he's taking this journey across uh, the United States he's remembering events uh, from his past life and relating to them to what's happening on the journey what's happening with his son what's happening with his friends um, so he had this has this alter ego uh, this past version of himself named Phaedrus uh, and over you know I would read this book uh, it's one of my favorites I think I've read it at least once every summer since I was 14. Uh, okay, cool. I would say uh, that you'd like it then. I, I love it. And it's just, it's kind of one of those, yeah, you know, it's one of those uh, touchstones that I, I like to t- check in on it once once in a while to see, oh yeah, okay, this is, you know, this is a narrative that, uh, you know, it, it resonates with me. Um so whenever I was, uh, you know, going through my introspection phase, it's like, well, I'm going to have to come up with a name. And I thought about this book because it did resonate with me so much. And it's like, oh, well, you know, I, in a sense, I suppose I do have a, a, an alter ego living with me and, uh, you know, except it's of a different gender. It's like, oh, mm. well, why don't we just take that name and uh you know at the you know here we are again at pre pre internet and in the bbs age uh you know i started logging on to different bbs's uh needing a name as well uh trying on a different things and yeah yeah I, I i went through that too uh you know and trying different names and as i was thinking about it this one, you know, I'll take that name and I'll feminize it and see how it works. And it just kind of stuck. Uh, it it fit. It it rung a bell within me uh, or something. And I thought, I sort of kind of like how that sounds and how it looks. And you know what? Um, for a bunch of different reasons, I think I kind of like that. So I'm going to go sweet. with that. That yeah. is sweet. That's awesome. Yeah, and and the bonus part is is it's not very commonly used online, so chances are I can get it. <laughs> is there anything uh, last minute that you wanted to to share uh, with everyone? Any quick somethings, um, Tid, tidbits of advice, oh, sage wisdom, um, something sage wisdom, hmm. something quick to leave them with before we get into the the Pavo questions. Uh, let's see. Sage wisdom. Hmm. Do not use underwater. <laughs> okay. All right. And that's a great segue into the Bernard Pivot questions. You being a fan of the show, I'm sure you've heard them answered at the end of uh, other conversations with guests that I've had. Uh, are you familiar enough with them? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, for our listeners at home or in your car or wherever the hell you are. Uh, these are the Bernard Prevost questions. They became very popular on the uh, TV show uh, Inside the Actor's Studio with James Lipton. They're the 10 in-depth questions that he asks his guests at the end of each episode. And the point is to just answer the first thing that comes off the top of your head. Don't stress about it. Don't really think about it. Just blurt it out. So, first question. What is your favorite word? Uh, favorite word is yes. Okay, next one is, what is your least favorite word? Um, least favorite word, uh, given what we've been talking about all most of the episode, is can't. That, that rhymes perfectly, or not, <laughs> that rings perfectly into the episode. That, that's excellent, excellent callback. All right, number three, what turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? Oh, that's an easy one. Trees. Trees are my thing. Um, you know, uh, I don't know how, how deep you want to go, but uh, if, you want, if you want a happy fae, uh, put me around some trees. Okay. Okay. So what turns you off creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? People who are, aren't genuine, uh, people who wear masks, and people who have agendas. Yeah, okay. Good one. Yeah, that's definitely a turnoff. Okay, now some people like this question the most. What is your favorite curse word? Uh, You call me bastard. Okay. What sound or noise do you love? 
Um, let's see. Um, that would be um, actually cars going by on the highway. I find that very soothing. Really? That's unique. Uh, Most people se- don't. My second favorite one would be uh, uh, um, uh, train noises, trains going by on railroad tracks. I've heard that before. That is, that is, that's, uh, I think that's a white noise option on uh, an app I have. um, Okay. So what sound or noise do you hate? Oh, uh, my neighbor's smoke detector going off at 2 o'clock in the morning. Just when you're getting off of work? Uh, just when I'm going on, getting off of work and settling down and I'm trying to get into, you know, the, the sleep is coming zone and they burn some French fries or something. At two in the morning? Wow. Okay. Well, you know. It's just, it's, it's not usual. That's why I'm, I'm no, just puzzled. No, it's just, you know, what, well, you know, they're, they're on an alternate schedule too and uh, whatever they do, you know, keep it in your apartment. I don't care. Do You know, do what you want to do, but, right. you know, just keep an eye on whatever you're cooking. Please yeah. don't burn. Yeah, don't, don't burn, burn the place down. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, next question. Uh, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Uh, I would like to attempt uh, to, uh, to attempt uh, computer and systems engineering, actually. Okay. Now, what profession would you not like to do? Uh, anything medical related, doctor, nurse, anything like that. Um, I just, I couldn't do it. I couldn't handle, uh, I couldn't handle the emotion involved in it. I understand. I understand completely. And last question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? Uh, free beer and pizza. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much, Phaedra. I, I so appreciate it. Uh, did you want to leave any sort of form of contact if people want to reach out to you, or would you just rather have them reach out to me? Um, no, if people want to, uh, if people want to get a hold of me, uh, I do have a website that's somewhat sort of active now. Uh, it's uh, veganswithtypewriters.com, or sorry, veganswithtypewriters.net. Uh, and if people want to follow me on Twitter, that's usually uh, the best place to get a hold of me uh, is Faye underscore girl on Twitter. All right. I'll have to look you up, see if I follow you. I, I, see, I don't um, use Twitter so much. Do I, we follow I each other? I think you do, actually. Okay. I'll have, to, I'll have to look that up. Or if you follow me, tweet at me or something. Because I don't really use Twitter that much. I'm so – so I just – it's not my thing. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's not Twitter, my thing. Twitter is where I get my news, and I follow a lot of, uh, uh, of a lot of tech news on Twitter. Uh, so that's where I generally check in there first thing in the morning, just to you know, oh, that makes sense. To, you know, just to take the temperature of what's going on in the world. If I, you right. know, just to let me know if I need to get up and get out of bed, or if I should just pull the covers over and say eh, maybe tomorrow. Right, right. I get it. I get it. Totally get it. All right. Well, Phaedra, thank you so much for being on my show. I so appreciate it. You've been lovely and wonderful. Hopefully we'll do this again like in within the next year and do a little touch base, check in sort of deal. I think that'd be oh, awesome. Awesome. That would be awesome. Thank you very much for happy, having me and thank you for having the show and for doing what you're doing. I think it's a wonderful resource and, uh, you know, uh, I, I think a, a lot of people are getting a lot of uh, a lot of good out of it. You know, it's a, a good resource to have, you know, your voice and everybody's voice out there, and you know, a place that we can call home. Thank you so much. That warms warms my heart to hear that, because that's the reason I do it. That really is to to hear to hear someone who's an avid listener speak so genuine of of their experience of the program i put out so thank you I awesome mean that. Thank, thank you very much thank oh, you my Sabrina. pleasure my pleasure and and, uh, and have a good night and hopefully we can talk again soon oh yes yes absolutely thank you you're awesome thank you for being on the show thank you for listening thank you for sharing the show thank you all right thank you thank you sabrina and we'll talk to you soon have yes, a good we night will. you too bye Yes, thank you so much, Phaedra. Oh, Phaedra, Phaedra, thank you so much for taking the time. I I can't thank you enough for sharing your story, sharing your tidbits of wisdom, uh, just all of the all of the stuff that you shared in these past two episodes. It 
It really means a lot to me. So, once last time, thank you so very much. Wow, hey, there's the closing music. We made it. We're here. We're at the end of the show. <laughs> yeah. All right, next episode. Next episode is scheduled to, to release on the 20th of November. And if you're not aware, well, you're going to be in a moment here. That is the Transgender Day of Remembrance. And uh, if you're not familiar with it, do yourself a favor. Go Google it before next week. Uh, it's a chance to remember our fallen trans brothers and sisters. It's going to be kind of a heavy episode, obviously, <laughs> but that's what's coming up next week. I'm always looking for topics. I'm always looking for guests. Send them my way. Changes in Latitudes podcast at gmail.com. And now, as Jimmy Buffett says, if I couldn't laugh, I just would go insane. If we couldn't laugh, we just would go insane. And if we weren't all crazy, we would go insane. So, stay crazy, everyone. Catch you next week. Listening to Changes in Latitudes, a transgender experience. I'd love to hear from you, so let me know what you think or what you'd like to hear about by emailing me at changesinlatitudespodcast at gmail.com or by leaving a comment on the Facebook page at facebook.com slash changes in latitudes podcast or at the website changesinlatitudespodcast.blogspot.com. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and please leave us reviews and star ratings. Now, wait for it. Here it comes. Disclaimer time! Disclaimer time! I am not a doctor nor a lawyer, and I certainly do not pretend to be one. I am a trans woman who began her transition later in life. I am here to discuss my life, so I take no responsibility for your decisions based on my personal thoughts and experiences. If you are thinking about transition or are questioning your gender identity, first, please know that you are not alone in your thoughts and questions. Second, please seek the advice of a qualified gender therapist or at the very least a local support group. If you're having difficulty finding a qualified professional in your area, I suggest reaching out to the closest LGBT center near you. And lastly, please remember, always question the source when researching information on the internet. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permission from the host. Copyright 2015 by me, Sabrina Miller. Thanks for listening. Thank you, good night, and remember.